Welcome to the Manifesting Mum podcast. I'm Gemma Bernad, the Manifesting Mum. Listen up, gorgeous soul. Manifesting is an inside job. If you want to transform your life, you must transform yourself first. Why? Because you don't manifest what you think, you manifest what you believe. And I'm here to help you change your beliefs so you can create anything you want. In these episodes, we're going to dive deep into all things manifesting and mindset with a dash of woo-woo. So if you're the type of mum that's sick of feeling unfulfilled, tired of being overwhelmed and is totally ready to wake up every day loving life, then it's your time to learn how to make it all happen with courage, confidence and most importantly with love. This is going to be life changing so let's do this. This episode of the Manifesting Mum podcast is proudly brought to you by my Rapid Manifesting Private Coaching Program. Listen, if you're the type of mum that's done with feeling stuck, sick of feeling like something is holding you back and is totally ready to step into your power to manifest financial freedom, an extraordinarily successful career or business, a balanced and calm life, lots of tropical holidays, a loving and happy relationship, all the most amazing health you've ever had, then this is for you because The truth is you could continue to manifest all on your own and continue to struggle wondering why it's not working out how you want. Or you could join my Rapid Manifesting Private Coaching Program and use my four-step Rapid Manifesting Blueprint to release what's holding you back and step into your power to manifest it all. You do not need to struggle for another minute. In fact, you don't even need to struggle for another second. Spots are now open for April, so email me at hello at themanifestingmums.com for more information. Plus, as an added bonus, I'm gifting those who join the program my Rapidly Manifest $1,000 in under 28-day program for free. And it goes without saying that program is worth at least $1,000. So pause this episode and reach out to me on email or via Facebook at The Manifesting Mums or on Instagram at at the Manifesting Mums. I'm excited to work with you, but for now, let's get into this episode. Well, hey there, beautiful Manifesting Mum. Thanks for joining me today, episode 48. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Where has those episodes gone? Incredible stuff. I cannot believe we're at episode 48. And today talking about a topic that has become close to my heart and something I finally feel free enough to talk about and it's money. It's money. Oh my goodness. Have I had some money shit to shift? (laughs) Oh my goodness. This is like a really milestone episode for me. And although it might just be another episode for you amongst the other 47 that feature on this podcast, this is a big one for me. It's a big one for me because I'm going to get really real and raw and vulnerable with you about my wealth journey. I'm going to go and share some of my... mm, inner money demons and struggles and talk with you about how I've overcome those and what my life looks and feels like now and also talk to you a little bit about what wealth really means to me. So hang with me because if you're a mum that is scared to open the mail because it's going to be another bill, if you are living week to week really struggling to know how things are going to change. If you feel like you just don't have any control over your money and you seem to attract more bills than you do money coming in, then this episode is absolutely for you because that used to be me. That used to be me. That was my norm. That was my life. That is how I lived I feared money. I didn't want to talk about money. I didn't want to have anything to do with money. I felt ashamed. I felt guilty. I felt constant stress and anxiety. But now I feel completely different. I feel 
oh, so free, (laughs) so free, but it's taken some work. It's taken a lot of work and I want to share that journey with you today. I really want to share that journey with you. So let me start here by just telling you a little bit about, I guess, what money was like for me growing up. Now, um, I lived in a very sort of nice part of our area where I live just out of Sydney. Um, you know, it was nothing, you know, flash, but we lived very, as I recall, we lived pretty comfortably. We had great holidays. We did a lot of camping together. So they weren't five-star holidays, but I don't ever remember for particularly, I'm talking now pre my mum dying, so up to the age of 10, there really ever being any money struggles. If I wanted something, I seemed to always be able to get it. My mum would shop in beautiful shops and buy beautiful clothes my dad worked extremely hard. Um, he was a partner in a, a very well-known law firm in New South Wales. One of the it's now one of the biggest law firms in Southwest Sydney and broader Sydney as well. And so he was a partner in that law firm up until the day that he died. And um, so, just actually, so you know, I'm recording this podcast on the two-year anniversary of my dad's passing. So, I didn't think I was going to cry in this episode, but anyway, today it's actually the 28th of May. So, you know, two years ago today, he passed very unexpectedly. My dad worked literally until he dropped dead in the bathroom of his hospital room. You know, when my brothers took all his stuff home, he had his dictaphone and his files in his bag. Like, he worked hard. And so I do, I always remember my dad working extremely hard to give us everything we want. My brothers and I all went to private schools. Um, you know, we all went to private schools. We boarded at those private schools. So, you know, we really did lead, you know, when I look back on it, we really did leave a somewhat privileged life. But, um, As I said, I I definitely created a lot of stories in my mind and and one of those stories that created in my mind, sorry about those tears, ladies, oh my goodness, (laughs) pass me a tissue please, someone, a bit of raw emotion today, I have to say, it's sitting under the surface, so hopefully I'll keep it together for the rest of the episode, (laughs) but a bit of raw emotion under the surface. So even though it was very uneventful childhood really up until the age of 10 when it comes to money. I really just don't ever remember anything other than just remembering my dad working hard, but I didn't really even create a lot of stories around that. It was just what I thought my dad did was he just worked really hard and he was very passionate about what he did as well, which is I think why he was also so keen to work so hard. But I definitely later in my life now can absolutely reflect on the fact that there was a story and a belief system that you have to work hard to create money, which I think I don't, I really haven't come across many people that don't have that belief system. It's a good one to work through and it's very beneficial, I have to tell you. But one thing that really came up for me was when I did go to private school and I went to boarding school, I went to a school where I was surrounded by a lot of girls that were in incredibly wealthy families. I'm talking super wealthy, lots and lots of money. And I know that I always felt very different from them. I always, I, I really felt less than them. You know, they would go on these lavish overseas holidays, skiing and all this kind of stuff. And, and we didn't do any of that. Yes, we went down skiing. Like I would go down to Perisher or Charlotte's Pass and ski, but I, I felt less than because the people that I was connected with, the people that I was surrounded by day in, day out, were doing more, were having bigger holidays. But what also became really evident as I was growing up was that my dad really didn't want to spend money. And there were some, definitely some occasions in my life where I really remember this reluctance to spend money and you know, I remember being, I think, 16 and I was in year 11 I was doing my debutante ball and, you know, it was a a difficult enough time as it was because I had no one to help me to get a dress. And and then to put the icing on the cake, when one of the girls I went to school with, her beautiful mother who was a dressmaker and she said, oh, you know, she was a professional dress, she had a business and she made, I think she made wedding dresses too. Or, um, but anyway, she actually said, I'll make the dress for Gemma. And she made me this beautiful dress. It was gorgeous, exactly what I wanted. It was simple, it was elegant, it was lovely. And when it came time to hand over the money, my dad was just appalled 
that it had cost. I think it cost $550. And he was just appalled that that's how much money he was, you know, could not believe that we were spending that money on, on this dress. And I just remember feeling so guilty about having someone spend money on me. And that's been a pattern that really, you know, played out in my life a lot. But I just remember there being a lot of shame around money. Um, my dad, you know, being part of a very successful law firm, his business partners were quite wealthy. But my dad always seemed to put them down or shame them, not to their faces, although maybe he did, I don't know, but a lot of it was talking about how they drove flashy cars and they flashed their money around and he did this with this disdain in his voice, which I now understand to be jealousy, to be honest with you. I mean, he was literally jealous because my dad had managed to get himself into a lot of financial trouble. He'd made bad investments. He married a woman that was just awful. And as time went on and we, I got into my early 20s, my dad worked so hard and built himself this beautiful, beautiful custom home on property and he had to literally give it all away to his ex-wife and he lost everything really. I mean, he kept his business but he lost so much money in that and he just had this disdain for anything to do with flashing money. He just really felt like it was just inappropriate to do that. So I adopted so much guilt around money, so much shame around money, around having money, spending money, showing money, anything like that. I just remember really adopting a lot of those beliefs and that became really difficult because I really went through a stage for me where in my 20s I was working in the corporate world and I managed to... Um, get myself into a position in, in my job where I was making six figures easily and it was really hard because it was really easy to make that money but I did a very good job of spending and getting rid of it all because I was so ashamed of having the money and although I wanted to buy myself nice things and I did I felt embarrassed about having them and that in turn because of this spending it, I also got myself into a pattern of overspending as well and I ended up in debt credit card debt personal loans, all of those sorts of things that I really found very hard to shift. And this perpetuated this cycle that became a cycle I carried on for many years of complete stress and anxiety and money worries that just totally enveloped my life. And when I made the transition out of the corporate world and that six-figure job disappeared and I started my business for the first time, which is about 13 years, 13, almost 13 years, 12 years ago now, I think. The passion was in me to help people, but I had no idea how to manage money. I'd never been taught how to do it, and I, I really relied. That story of never being taught how to manage money was something that I, I really rested my hat on. Like, no one taught me how to manage money, so I'm bad. And I, so I, I had this belief in this story that I was bad at managing money. I was terrible at it. I struggled to make it, and that money was just a stress. And that created a whole lot of money problems for me. And when I first had my personal training business, I made some money in it, but I was terrible at managing it. And that perpetuated again that cycle of stress and anxiety around money. I never had enough money. I always did well at overspending, which left me in debt, which left me with more things to worry about. All this guilt, this shame, this worry that was tied up in money was so domineering in my life and I didn't realize that I was in this cycle of thinking and feeling all of this and then expressing and seeing those results in my life that they would then feed into those thoughts and those feelings that I was already having so I got myself into a right royal mess um, I really did and I met my husband and I was living at the time in a very dingy granny flat I could barely afford rent food anything like that but I had a dream. I had a dream of living in a beautiful home, of being with a beautiful man and having gorgeous kids running around. And that dream manifested itself almost every, almost overnight. It really did because I met this amazing man who had his money shit together, which was foreign to me. He had, he had money in the bank. He owned a home. I didn't own a home. He owned a, not only a home, but he owned a beautiful home, a gorgeous mansion of a home that I remember pulling up into the driveway for the first time and thinking oh my god this is where he lives this is next level insane and 
I soon enough found myself living in this home. It's the home I live in right now, this beautiful, beautiful double-story home that overlooks a pool that I dreamed of in my mind too. But I found myself in this situation where I brought all of my money and anxiety and worries with me. And that was really one of the first lessons that I learned was, here's the thing. My physical life changed. I went from living by myself in this really dingy granny flat to struggling with money to now finding myself living in this beautiful home with a man who knew how to manage money, who knew how to make money, who knew how to save money, you know, who knew, who just had really great work ethic, money beliefs, his ability to make money was amazing. You know, we started just having all these experiences. We, you know, go out for dinner and never have to think about how much something cost. We'd go on a holiday and never, not have to think about anything. But what didn't change was that I came with that. My worries came with me. So even though my life changed and moved, what didn't change was still the thoughts and the feelings. So I created an abundance of money in my life effectively through my husband, most of it, but what didn't change was how I thought and felt. And that was shocking to me. At the time, though, not shocking enough to do anything about it. And at this point, I had a business, the my CrossFit gym, and I built that business to a six-figure business. But still, nothing changed. And I still found a way to spend the money, to get rid of the money, to have shame and guilt around the money that caused more stress and worry. And I would lie awake almost every night. I would I'd go to sleep no problem because I was so exhausted from not just the work but the stress and the anxiety that came with that business. And that's not because of the people. That's all to do with the energy that I had. And I would wake up almost religiously at 2 o'clock every morning and stress about money. How many clients do I need to bring in? How many members do I need? Who's leaving? I've lost a member. The moment I lost a member, I would go into complete panic mode. My anxiety would go to the next level. I would get myself, find myself having panic attacks, worrying. And I just worried endlessly and endlessly. And I sold that business and still my money worries continued. I still continued to stress and fret about money constantly. And I really want to share that with you because what's so interesting to me and because this is what I've experienced myself is that we think that money is the problem, but we also think that money is the solution. And for me, I thought that too. And I believed that if I made more money, had more money, lived somewhere different that reflected a wealthier lifestyle, drove a better car, all that sort of stuff, that I would feel better. And it was all temporary. It was all temporary because my anxiety came with me. My stress came with me. My beliefs about money, the shame, the guilt, the embarrassment, the worry, all of it came with me, even though my financial situation changed. So money was not the issue, but it also wasn't the solution. It wasn't the solution. Having more money in my life, living in a better home, driving a better car solved nothing for me. Nothing. And that was so hard to take. That was a hard pill to swallow. I was like, why the fuck am I still stressed about money? You know, my husband would come home with a wallet full of money. We would have money in our bank account. We would go on a holiday and I would still be stressing about every minute cent, dollar. The bill would come in and I would panic. How are we going to pay that? Are we going to have enough money? And every time we would come up with the money and pay it. But I would stress constantly. It was so hard to accept that money wasn't going to fix everything. I was like devastated. I and it took me a long time. It took me a long time. It was 12 months ago that I came to the realization that money wasn't the problem and it wasn't going to be the solution. And that what had to change for me 
was my wealth consciousness, was my belief systems, was how I felt about myself, how I felt about money. That's what had to change. And that took so much acceptance and kindness and compassion. But I still remember the moment. I was stood at, it was an e weeknight evening, and I was standing at the kitchen bench with my, my husband was home from work, and I pulled out my laptop and I said to him, Honey, I can't keep doing this anymore. The stress and anxiety about money, I can't keep doing this. It's killing me. It's killing us. It's causing more stress in our life than is necessary. Things have got to change. And that's when we made the decision that I was going to invest in my first money development course. And that's when I first started to open up to really realize and to go deep into understanding what was really going on. What were the beliefs that I was holding about money and wealth and my own self-worth, my capacity, my ability to not only make money, to have money and hold money without spending it needlessly as well, without going into debt. And that experience really opened up another world for me. And it was the tip of the iceberg, that first course that I invested into, was the tip of the iceberg for me. And it didn't provide me with all the answers, but it opened up a gateway to start exploring what was going on. And I didn't have all the answers. I struggled consciously to connect and understand what was going on because I couldn't recall a lot of memories. Like I knew there were some specific memories I had. I remember feeling like I had to take money out of my dad's top drawer because I couldn't ask him for money to spend on myself. I remember feeling guilty, you know, those moments, like I said, about having my Deb dress and my dad not wanting to spend that money on me. There were many of those moments as well. But I didn't, I couldn't really deal dive deep into and understand all of it you know I knew I remember my dad expressing resentment and jealousy towards people that expressed money and wealth in their life but I still needed more and so I continued on that journey and I read books and listened to podcasts and poor podcasts and read more books and took more in And the thing is, is that I read more and learned more and I kept wanting to learn more and read more and learn more and hear more and read more. But what I wasn't doing was putting into practice. I was on this constant quest and search to find more information to fix what was going on, but I was only putting small amounts of it into practice. And trust me, those small amounts were making a difference, but I had to stop and go, stop trying to take in more information and start putting into practice as well. And so I did that. But then I also made one more investment and that investment was Jim Fortin's Transformational Coaching Program. And whilst that wasn't money focused, there were were a lot of it really fed into money and there were modules around money as well. But it was the work I did in that course, not not just the information and the teachings that Jim shared, but it was the time and the energy and the investment and the practice that I started to put into place that changed so much for me and that was really very transformational but I still held on to more beliefs mainly to do with my capacity to actually believe I was worthy enough to do what I wanted to do and create money from that and that's where rapid transformational therapy came in and changed everything for me And at this point, this is now beginning of 2019, end of 2018, beginning of 2019. And I'd shifted a lot, but I was still finding myself in small amounts of anxiety and stress. I was at this point no longer waking up during during my sleep at all. In fact, I can say now, I think that might might have, other than being woken up by kids, let's be honest, um, I think I have had... Uh, actually, I don't think I've had one occasion in relation to money stress where I've woken up at all this year and it's now almost June 2019, so six months. Um, and even the end of last year, they were infrequent. Most of last year, they were becoming less and less frequent. Now, I, I don't. I actually now, a bill comes in and I take it. I'm like, I'll pay that, honey. I've got it. All good. 
We have all our bills set up so that most things are paid before the account even comes in. We don't carry any credit card debt. We own our cars. We have a relatively small mortgage on our home. We have a truckload of equity in our home. We pay for everything cash up front. But that only came because I shifted my wealth consciousness. I let go of the stories I carried around guilt and shame and my capacity to make money and my ability to trust that God is my supply and he will create the supply for every demand. I know Bill comes in, not only do I have the money now and we both have the money to pay for it, but I pay for it with love and gratitude. That, I mean, hear me, I used to have unopened mail on my desk my at home because I was too scared to open it. Now a bill comes in, I open it and if there is money that is left over to be paid, I pay it almost immediately. Now you might be sitting there thinking that's a small shift, but it's not. It is monumental. And it's not the action of opening the bill. It's the fact, it's hard to quantify. It's the feeling I now have. It's this feeling of freedom, of trust, of knowing, of faith, of abundance that has been the biggest transformation for me. And I had to learn that lesson the hard way. I had to go from being broke to having more money than I'd ever had before and having access to more money than I'd ever had before to realize that the, the solution to how I was feeling was not money. I learned that the hard way. And now I see and I have so many clients that come to me and say, I need more money to fix this problem. And my job is not to actually help you make more money. Hear me out on that because you might be going, are you serious? My job as a coach is to shift your wealth consciousness because when you change how you think and feel about money, about your own self-worth, and let me tell you, wealth consciousness is not just money. It's actually your self-worth, your self-belief, your confidence in yourself, your worthiness to have money, to make money, to keep money. When you shift that, two things happen. One is instant manifestation. And that is that you feel differently around money straight away. The worry goes away. The stress goes away. The anxiety goes away. The fear goes away. The unworthiness goes away. The guilt goes away. The shame goes away. The powerlessness goes away. That goes away. When I say go away, it doesn't mean you never have a thought that is connected with that again, but you don't buy into it the same way. You go, oh, that's interesting. I'm feeling a little bit anxious about money right now. I wonder where that's coming from. And you distance yourself from it and know, oh, I'm having that thought and that feeling. I can change that. I can make a choice to actually feel differently and you know how to connect with it. And when that shifts, you feel better. But the interesting thing that happens is that now that I've done the work, all of a sudden, a couple of things. One, there aren't as many unexpected bills showing up in my life. I'm not getting stupid fines that I used to get. I'm not getting overdue notices. We're not getting all these ridiculous things. And if there, like, there is, and let me give you an example actually, because we did get something that was kind of no a little bit unexpected or not but we got we've got a rather we got a rather large bill from Centrelink. And do you know why we got that rather large bill because we earned too much money in the last financial year <laughs> which was so ridiculous to me. I was like, "Oh my god. We earned more money than we thought. We manifested more money in our life in the last financial year than we thought we would." And so we ended up with a bill. And you know what? My my default pattern in that moment was to go into panic. And I did for about 24 hours, I have to say. I'm going to admit to you, I did go. But I didn't lose any sleep over it because I went, ah, there's that feeling. Hmm, what if I change that and just trust that God is my supply and that he will take care of that bill? 
And that bill is being taken care of as we speak right now. Whereas before I would have gone, I'd still, like that bill is now months old. I would still be in panic mode about that. But I've shifted my wealth consciousness, my worthiness, my capacity to earn money, to make money, to pay those things, to be responsible with money. So when those things do come in, I'm good with it now. And if I'm not good with it in the immediate moment, I can get myself there really quickly. I don't carry the burden of that stress anymore. I'm like, that's just money. It's good. We'll make it. We'll make it. We'll pay for it. It's done. Everything's sweet. We're good. Now, as I said to you, two things are going to happen when you shift how you think and feel and you shift those beliefs. And one is instant manifestation. That's that you'll feel better. Everyone thinks instant manifestation is that the result's going to show up in your life. I'm going to think about something. It's going to happen straight away. Sometimes that does happen because the alignment is so strong and it's just sitting there ready to come up. But instant manifestation is actually the feeling because you think you want more money, more success, a better car, more holidays. You don't. What you truly want is how that stuff makes you feel. That's what you want because we are feeling beings. We're meaning-making machines. So it's not that we crave the experience for the sake of the experience. It's we crave the experience. We crave the result. We want the result in our life because we want to feel differently. We want to feel better. We want to feel what that's going to give us. That's great. I want you to have that stuff. I want to have that stuff too. But it doesn't manifest until you feel it first. And if it does manifest, it's short-lived because there is a lesson amongst that. The universe may give it to you and then it may be taken away from you. Or you may get rid of it yourself because the lesson is there to learn in that experience. So two things will happen for you when you shift your wealth consciousness. You will feel better, instant manifestation. And here's the kicker. When you feel better, those manifestations, those results, those outcomes that you decided on will show up in your life and they'll stay around and you will be detached from them. You'll sh- they'll show up and you'll be like, oh, this feels great, but guess what? I already feel great. You'll feel like, I feel so good right now. If I get my dream home, I feel great. But if I don't get my dream home, I feel great too. And that is how manifesting works. That is how life works. That is the immediate bonus and benefit of doing the work. You think you want to do the work because you want money to flood into your life, because you want wealth to show up in how you define wealth, whether that be the car, the home, the business, the money, the holidays, the jewelry, the clothes, whatever it is. You think you want that. And don't get me wrong, you do want that, but what you actually really want is the feeling you think that stuff is going to get you, the feeling of wealth, the feeling of worthiness, the feeling of being good enough. The feeling of having confidence in who you are. That's actually what you want. And guess what? You can have that and you don't actually need the stuff. But when you have that feeling, when you adopt those beliefs and those thoughts, the stuff will show up. That's the bonus. You think that's the meat. You think that's the prize. It's not. That's the bonus. The prize is that you feel differently. You let go of the anxiety and stress. You no longer ride the financial roller coaster. You just feel a sense of inner peace when it comes to money. You stop thinking about money all the time or you stop suppressing and stop trying to stop thinking about money all the time. And that's been my wealth journey. That's been my experience that has changed my freaking life. Like my life, honestly, I was scared to look in my wallet because if there wasn't any money in it, even though there was money in our account, I I I would freak out. I was scared to take money out of my wallet and pay. I would rather pay with a card because I couldn't see the money. Even though if if I had cash in my wallet, I would rather pay with card than cash because I didn't want to see that there was no money in my wallet. That's how my anxiety and my stress was showing up. Now... I open my wallet and not only do I have cash in there, but I pay for things with love and gratitude and then all of a sudden 
money floods back into my wallet again. I use the money in my account knowing that money will show up. I mean, I spent, I invested some money last week and I swear to you, I paid for the money. I had to do it online. And about an hour later, I received a payment into my bank account that was double the amount. But that stuff wasn't happening when I was stressed and anxious and worried and petrified about money. What was happening in my life was that I was stressed and anxious and worried and I would reluctantly spend money and then another bill would come in that I wasn't expecting. That's how it used to show up in my life. Now it doesn't show up that way. Now more money is coming into my bank account than there is going out. I have managed to make more money in my business in the last three months than I have in the last, in the previous 12 months. And easily and effortlessly, I do almost nothing to promote my coaching services, to actively sell my services, yet I have been booked out month after month after month. People just reach out to me. And there's a reason for that. I have separated money and my what the value I offer to the world as well which has been an important lesson I've learned with money. Money just is energy. What this is all about is what value do I offer to the world? Yes, I put a dollar value on it because the truth is if you don't invest in something, you will not invest yourself into it. But it's a lesson that I have learned many times over myself, not just from the amount of money I have not invested. You name it. How many times do you sign up for a freebie? on someone's website and you give it no attention. But the moment you invest money into it, what happens? You give it attention, you follow through, you finish it off and you get a benefit out of it. It's how the world works. But the last three months, I have managed to make money so easily. <laughs> it's blown my mind. But that didn't happen before. I know I, I, it's hard. It's, I find this hard to quantify to you because so much of it is a feeling but I really hope you're hearing me on this message because my wealth, my vision, my definition of a wealthy life, 12 months ago, let me just tell you that it was different. I would talk about how I wanted the dream home, the dream car, the wardrobe, the holidays, all that kind of stuff. And can I be honest with you still? You look at my vision board, you'll see pictures of that. But to me, a wealthy life now feels like knowing I am enough just as I am, believing in myself and my limitless abilities to impact the world, to impact my family. It's a knowing that abundance is available to me in this present moment without anything changing except my ability to see it. That's it. What am I focusing on? Is it lack or is it abundance? My word for the year this year, by the way, has been abundance and that has been such a monumental shift in my life because now I see through the lens of abundance in everything, in nature, in my life, everywhere. For me, it's not wanting for anything more but knowing that I am worthy of whatever I need to live an enriched and uncompromised life. That's been a big for me. Like this not wanting anymore. This not, it's not even wanting. It's like that desperate need that if I get that thing, it'll make me feel better. I don't feel that anymore. It's a life that allows me to serve the world and most importantly, to serve my family at the highest level for me, which is me being the best version of myself. That's wealth to me, my God, to be able to be the best version of me and to teach my children how to be the best version of themselves, the kind, compassionate, loving humans to themselves first. Wealth to me now feels like peace. Oh, my God, just inner peace and calm and joy and gratitude and an abundance of time, of love, yes, of money. And freedom, freedom from the past, freedom from the pressure of the future, just freedom in this present moment. It's wealth to me, truly. At the core of it, wealth to me is having faith that every outcome I decide to create is mine because I am limitless. That's what wealth means to me now. 
12 months ago asked me that question, I would have said to you, I want a home worth this amount of money with no debt. I want a car that looks like this. I want to go on holidays. I want to do this. Yes, I want to experience those things and those things are happening in my life and they will manifest in my life. But they will only manifest now because I have faith that every outcome I decide to create is mine because I am limitless. They will be mine because I know I'm enough just as I am. I believe in myself. I know I am worthy. I know I am worth it. I know I am worthwhile. I believe in my limitless abilities and talents and skills to create value in this world, to lead my family, to lead my community. That is wealth to me now. That has been a monumental change. And it's because I now live from that wealth consciousness and at the core of that, trusting that God is my supply. That is, that is the one statement that sums up my wealth consciousness. Can I tell you before, my wealth consciousness was God is punishing me. Big shift. It's because I live from this wealth consciousness now that not only do I instantly manifest by feeling peace and freedom and love and abundance and limitless moments of it too. But also, I am seeing the physical results in my life. I am seeing money flow into my account really easily. I am now able to go shop where I want to shop, when I want to shop and make the choice. Let me tell you, that doesn't mean I spend money all the time. That means I make the choice. If I want to buy something, I make the choice to buy it or not to buy it too. Because I am now in the space where I'm like, is this going to actually enrich my life or is this just something I'm trying to buy to fill a void? Can I tell you, that is huge to me because if the answer is, oh my God, I'm trying to fill a void, I'm like, I don't need to buy that. See you later. But if I'm like, you know what? This will enrich my life. This will add value to my life. Then I make the decision to buy it. And if for one reason or another, I don't have that money right there or then, then I make the choice to save until I have the money. Because I don't feel the need to go into debt. I don't feel the need to use Afterpay to purchase it. I don't feel the need to get a, I don't have a credit card. I don't feel the need to put it on credit. So, yes, on the outside of my life, you know, if you look in, I have an extremely wealthy life. I live in a beautiful home. I drive a great car. That was my dream car a couple of years ago. I have beautiful clothes, you know, but none of that fucking matters. None of that matters because it didn't matter when it first showed up in my life because I was still stressed. I was still anxious. I was constantly worried and having panic attacks about money. None of the stuff matters because I wasn't feeling any different, but now I feel different. And because I feel different, I express wealth in my life differently. I attract wealth into my life differently. And it was the work I did around my wealth consciousness, around my worth consciousness that changed everything for me. It was shifting those belief systems that gave me the peace that I had been craving for most of my life. And it was when I felt that, vibrated at that, put that energy out to the world that things started to change. And my message to you is so simple. I know you want the money. I also know you think the money is going to solve the problem. And I know that's hard to wrap your head around, particularly if you've got bills piling up and you're going, Gemma, practically I need the money, like I have to pay my bills. I get it. I've been there. Because you need money to pay for your bills, but you're coming at that from this desperate place of I don't have the money to pay for the bills. Your wealth consciousness is stuck in lack. And when your wealth consciousness is stuck in lack and your worth consciousness is stuck in a place of being unworthy, of not valuing yourself, you will stay in the cycle that you are in. You will never have the money. 
You will not manifest and attract the money into your life. You will continue to attract more bills, more ways to spend money. Your worth and wealth consciousness are the place to do the work. Everyone wants to know, how do I manifest more money? You don't manifest more money. You change your worth and your wealth consciousness and then the money shows up for you because you are then vibrating at that level. You are at the right energetic space to attract the money. It becomes easy. It becomes effortless and it feels good, not because the money is showing up, but because you made the decision to feel good. So I get it. I've been where you are. I know what it's like to have debt. I know what it's like to not be bringing in enough money. I know what it's like to overspend. But most importantly, I know what it's like to carry the stress and the guilt and the shame and the burden of that with you. I know the pain that that causes in your life, in your relationships, in your parenting, in how you show up in the world. And what I have learnt the hard way is that having more money, having more abundance doesn't fix that stuff. Change how you think and feel about yourself. Change how you think and feel about money. That is the gateway to true wealth. So, the question for you is, are you prepared to go inside to open up what can be painful and shameful truths about your relationship with yourself and your relationship with money in order for you to step into your potential to create your wealth consciousness and the vision of your wealthy life. Because if you're brave enough to take the first step, I promise you the rewards are limitless. They are a gift that gives every moment of the day, regardless of whether a bill comes in or not. And that is the gift that you can give to yourself in any moment. It really is. So thank you for joining me for this episode. You know, I used to be really embarrassed and ashamed about talking about money. And every now and then it creeps in a little bit. And that will continue to unfold. But now I'm very proud to say that I have developed a healthy relationship with money. I love money, but I don't need it like I used to. And that sounds strange because obviously we need money to survive, so to speak. But it's not that desperation. I don't come from a place of lack. I come from a place of abundance. I love money. I love making money. But I love having an impact in this world more. I love knowing that God is my supply. I love feeling this inner peace now and not reacting and responding when a bill comes in. I love just feeling this way. It just I, I love how it's made me a better parent. I love how reducing that level of stress has allowed me to show up with more love in my life. I love that it no longer creates an emotional barrier between my husband and I. I feel closer to him now because we don't have this lingering financial stress that wasn't really even there in some ways, but was. There's not this, we were, honestly, we would talk about money all the fucking time. But me, it was me. I was the one constantly putting all the stress on. We don't have that barrier between us anymore. We have more time freedom. We don't talk about it as much anymore. Bill comes in, it's good. We got it covered. But it only came because I changed and let go of the stress and the anxiety. So I just wanted to share that with you because it's something I'm so passionate about because it's something I struggled with for so long, so long. And I don't want you to struggle with it anymore either. It can change. You can shift it. You can let it go. You can step into your wealth consciousness. And that, my darling, is the gateway to your wealthy life. So thank you for joining me for this episode. I'd love to hear from you on this one. Tell me what you think. Have you got questions for me on this? I know inevitably people will be thinking, Gemma, I don't get it. I like I've got bills coming in, they're piling up. I don't understand. That's you. Reach out to me. I'd love to talk to you. 
But anyway, thank you for joining me for this episode. As I said, very special day for me. It's two-year anniversary of my dad passing from earth over to heaven. And uh, my phone's been beeping a little bit because I'm getting messages from uh, my family, which is really lovely. Um, So, yeah, thank you for being with me. Even though I know you're not listening to this on the same day I'm recording it, I really always envision who I'm speaking to when I deliver my podcast. I kind of see myself speaking in a room full of all, you know, there's like, God, a week we get about five or 600 people that listen to this episode every week. So I do see myself in a room with five or 600 of you, although it's, yeah, (laughs) you know, it just feels more intimate than that, I have to say. So, um, yeah, thank you for being with me energetically in this day too so it's been the last two years since my dad passed has been the biggest time of growth and transformation and it's given me a gift I never thought that losing someone would ever give so yeah thank you for being with me today I really hope you got some value out of this episode of the podcast I'd love to hear from you about what you think about whether you're ready to make the transition to start to focus on your wealth consciousness so you can manifest the wealthy life or are you still stuck struggling you know, kind of in that victim stage of creation where you're still focused wholly and solely on the physical manifestation of wealth and trying to control that. Be honest with me. If you're still there, I'm totally cool with that. There's no judgment because I was there for a long time. So if you're there, reach out to me and say, Gem, I'm still stuck in that stage of creation where I just want the physical manifestation of wealth to show up and then I know everything will be okay. I'd love to talk to you about it, okay? Anyway, tag me on Instagram stories. I love it when you do that screenshot this episode. What did you learn? Hit me up in the DMs on Instagram. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Manifesting Mum podcast. Much love from me to you. Can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Manifesting Mum podcast. If you found this episode helpful, I'd love you to subscribe, rate and review over on iTunes. See you at the next episode.